0: G'day gang, Ed and Simo, back again for another episode of All Things Karting and Business. In the Kart Track Growth Show. That's it. Did I get it right? Well, it's Fast Line Kart Track Uh, Growth Show. See, we were so
1: close. (laughs) In the last video, we started off, I think in a couple more weeks, we'll get
0: this. So, I think by the time snow's falling. Well, I mean, this is video 10, I believe. You should have got it right by now. I mean, it's a double figures already. Yeah. Oh my word, have we still
1: got people watching?
0: <laughs> my mum and your mum. Hey, hey. hey mum, <laughs> hope you're well. So we're continuing on our second video on customer service.
1: Yeah, this is part two of customer service surprises. So it's all about avoiding bad surprises. They're going to come anyway because we're in business and we're human and, and stuff happens. Shit happens. It really does. Why don't we just cut it off at the past, give people a really positive customer experience through surprises so that we've built up enough of a relationship already that when stuff does go wrong occasionally they'll know that we're making best effort to still look after Mm. them. So, smart idea to really look after your customers and not just for that reason, for lots of reasons that are good Mm. for business.
0: And most of these are free, these tips aren't they? really low-cost oh, ideas yeah. that you can
1: implement and well but this is more like theoretical mm-hmm. but you can adapt those to your business and I know lots of people watching this are go-kart track owners that'll work well for your go-kart track
0: so, so point number six we're
1: up to aren't we? We are five in the last video gonna need another five today but point number six prioritize your customers There'll be loads of go-kart track owners looking at going, we do prioritise the customers, we give them a go-kart, we give them a helmet, and we've we got the safety stuff. Tell them stuff. which cart to get into. That's right, so we're looking after them, aren't we? So the trick to this, just as an aid memoir, just to remind you, is we're looking to go above and beyond here. Um, little things, I've made a little note, and I just put early refunds. So, have you ever had a situation, I've had this certainly, I always talk about restaurants a lot because I like my food. You don't get a physique like this without liking food. But, I had a problem with one of the restaurants that I go in fairly regularly, and they know that I go there all the time, and there was a problem. And when they came to sort it out, they'd already refunded me desserts for the whole of the night without me even asking and yeah. then were, we're so sorry that happened they sorted out the immediate problem and they went and the desserts are on us which i'd already done so we've already knocked them all off the bill. it's a smart movie isn't it well yeah because like what am i going to do now i'm, I'm not going to be that idiot yeah. that's now going to get really angry mm. and, sort of, and i was a bit
0: annoyed but you know it just diffuses the whole situation it is a very easy way to diffuse it yeah and you turn that customer around, sort of great clouds do have silver linings. They do. I try and instill it on the salespeople here that if you create a problem, you there is a solution that can be actually can be a positive yeah, yeah. if you do it in the right way. If you handle stuff correctly,
1: there mm. is definitely a plus point because people know stuff goes wrong sometimes. Mm. It's all about how you handle it. Uh, the giveaway for me is if I'm ever in a situation I'm not happy and I use the line, look. I'm looking for help, help me, Mm. and then you don't go on and help me, it's probably the last time I'm ever spending any money with you. Mm. Now I don't tell them that, and I'm not a big one for shouting, if I'm ever shouting Mm. you've got a big problem, but if I just say that line and you then don't go on to help me out, what I'm saying Mm. is this is the last time I ever use your service. So that only ever arises when you haven't put me or your customer first. You're not resolving the situation now. In an instance like that restaurant, it's just a small cost to go and have a huge benefit where the customers looked after. And as a result, I'm going to come back and spend a lot more money with you. So it's a bit of that longer-term thinking and just working out who your customers are and what they're really asking you for. So a really smart thing: prioritize your customers' needs above your own needs. Often, will work
0: out very well. And you probably you remember those desserts they gave you. Do you remember the problem? I don't specifically, which is interesting. Yeah. But they. And that is quite often the case when you handle it correctly. Oh yeah. You just go. Oh, I got these free desserts because there was a problem here last time. What was the problem? <laughs> you know. Well, my niece was with uh, with us as well, and she always she calls me Uncle
1: Eddie. Uncle Eddie, remember that restaurant we went to <laughs> where we got She remembers we got three desserts. So I'm like, where should we go? We'll go to the, she says, can we go to that restaurant again? I'm like, no, no that's expensive. We're going to go to <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Point number seven. Yeah. Now I've written, retweet your customers. Now, lots of your customers live their worlds in social media land mm-hmm. these days. I'm on there a lot. I, I really don't mind too much about what's written on social media. So I don't live in that mm-hmm. world, but there's so many people that relate to their whole world as this almost like virtual avatar these days. I don't mean they're all blue and flying around on it, but they appreciate it when you're taking an interest in them, so if somebody's taken time to follow your business, if you can follow them back and just once a week go and pick out half a dozen things your customers are doing and retweet them with a nice little comment. Just something really simple, like, hey, great job, or uh, hey, loving this, hope to see you down the track again soon, or this is, uh, one of our great customers has done this, thought I'd just share it with you, and share it out back to your audience. That goes such a long way, and and all it takes is, well, how long is it going to take to retweet half a dozen things, like, ten minutes? Yeah eight minutes, just a couple of words, such a smart way to engage with, with the way the whole world's going at the moment. So smart, 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 mm-hmm. do that.
0: That is, that is smart, and it goes a bit beyond than just retweeting their post about their visit to the track. You've yes. gotta go a bit further than that. You've gotta take interest in your customers' personal lives.
1: Yeah, well I think that's a, that's a really valid point, isn't it? I think you can. there's only so often you can go, hey, thanks for coming down my track yeah. again. <coughs> thanks for coming down my track again. Now, uh, interesting, that would still put you ahead of most of your competition, remember your competition, we always say this, it's not at the go-kart tracks, it's the local restaurant, restaurants, cinema, wherever else they're spending discretionary income is your your competitor. So you're already ahead of the game if you're doing that, but so much more better if you can really sort of get that empathetic response that makes them really... um, Take note that you are not just parrot fashion mm. typing out a one re- one line response to them mm. all the time. And we're
0: probably not talking about all their customers. The good regulars, yeah, do it. You know. Well, even the act of doing it, though, all the other customers will spot it. Mm.
1: Everybody yeah. wants to get involved mm. in that, so um, it encourages. It works on other more subtle layers as well. If they're living their land or their land, their life in social media land and they see that you're retweeting and picking up on stuff, then it will encourage them to come over and have a chat with you and find out how they get retweeted and, and come and spend a bit of time with you. And they'll make all sorts of assumptions around why you did that. So they'll be thinking, if I go and, like, ingratiate myself with them, mm-hmm. they're more likely to come and do my stuff. So yeah. just look for those raving fans and, and work with them. What are we up to, number eight? We are already on number eight. Birthday drinks on you. (laughs)
0: Always. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's just a a nice little way to say thanks. And they only come around once a year. (laughs) So it's not a heavy expense. I was laughing because I've got one friend she um, literally just goes around
1: pretending it's a birthday all the time. She's a little bit naughty, but it just means that about half a dozen times a year she goes out somewhere and they think it's a birthday all the time. But like she's laughing at the restaurants and stuff that do that, but actually the restaurants, they don't care. We've got you back in and you're spending more money with us, so the joke is on her. But it doesn't just have to be birthday drinks. That's a smart time to just go and give them a free drink. It doesn't cost a lot. No. Do you know what I mean? And uh, It gives them a reason to come to your track over anywhere else. You can do a really good campaign around that. It doesn't even have to be a drink. It could just be sponsored race on us. It's something that is just engaging with the customer to give them that pleasant surprise where they go, wow. A customer wow moment. So give your customer more wows. I should have thought of a better phrase than this. Give your customer more wows, you can take more bows. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to work on the. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I think so. But yeah, birthday drinks on you. Right, number nine. Send postcards. Oh, I like that. It's smart, smart marketing technique. See, the uh, there's been a move into social media, into the ethernet and what most businesses have forgotten is direct mail works ever so well. Certainly so does. I just don't, I don't get very much through the door these mm-hmm. days. It's always bank statements, bills. That's about it really. I don't get stuff that comes through the post anymore. So if you send me something through the post, I read it. The local carpet, carpet cleaning guy to where I live has done this really, really mm-hmm. well. He's sent by far one of the most worst looking bits of A3 sheet of paper folded into A4 mm. on yellow, tobacco yellow, mm. <laughs> paper, through my door. Now his copy's alright, and he's done a couple of smart things, he, he's screwed up in a couple of areas, but it doesn't matter, uh, mm. I've read it, I've read it more than once, I, I've just read it
0: regularly, mm. so he's actually got me reading his stuff, it's just peculiar, Yeah. because it's the cheapest thing ever. Mm. We quite often use lumpy mail, I, I, I like lumpy direct mail, because it gets noticed, yeah, and, and it get gets opened. I mean, we've had some really, really good response rates from lumpy direct mail. Yeah, so
1: we've got lumpy mail and direct mm. mail.
0: So mm. direct mail would just be a postcard or a letter yeah. or
1: something where it looks like a normal letter. Lumpy mm. mail is... is has got something in it. Yeah, so what you want is, you've got the thickness of the envelope, <laughs> and it's mm. landed, and you're like, there's something in mm. here, so they can tell without opening there's something in there, but mm. they go, what is that? So they've got to open it up to actually go and have a read of it. That's what I'd class as a lumpy mail piece. Mm. I've sent
0: some classics out. What have you sent out before? Most of the time, it's just product, and it gets noticed. Gloves, mm. medals, uh, that sort of stuff. Though we are thinking about a campaign with a remote control car. Oh
1: yes, we are indeed. So this is—I uh, don't want to share too much. No. If you want, no. if you are struggling <laughs> to get a hold of somebody, and you want to know how to get an almost guaranteed phone call. You just drop us a line and I'll share how that one works. One of the best ones I've ever seen done, and I think it might have come from a guy I used to work with called Ollie, who's a really nice fella. He did a real classic one where he got some Terry's Orange boxes, Mm. punched some holes in it, wrote on the outside, live hamster Mm. inside, uh, Mm. handle with care and sent that out in the marketing campaigns when people opened it up. And he'd left, I think, the Terry's orange in there. So when it moved, <laughs> it felt like something was in there, which is a really smart campaign. Uh, got everybody talking, and that's what you want your stuff to do. Now, you don't have to go that wild for a go-kart track, but it shows the way you can get creative about what you send through the post and get people engaging with you. Yeah. And it could be as simple as a postcard. My gym <laughs> sends me that, that I haven't. Been to for years. <laughs> <laughs> what does gym membership cost? A, a lot. <laughs> about £600 a visit. <laughs> but they will often send a <laughs> uh, hey missing you card and there'll be a cute picture of there on a kid crying to really pull up my heartstrings, <laughs> <laughs> not realizing that I just throw that away. No, but uh, the fact I remember and look <laughs> at that, it's just, I've, I've got uh, warm feelings about my gym, even <laughs> though I've hardly ever been in there. we up to our last one, aren't we? Crack it, already at the 10th idea regular contact it is the key to your mark so this is um, content marketing really Mm. it doesn't have to be direct mail this time there's a subtle difference I'm not proposing you send stuff through the post every week for a couple of reasons one is it will lose its impact secondly it's going to Mm. cost you a small fortune Mm. but just keeping in contact with your customers email Mm. is the most obvious way of doing that because it's very low cost Costs next to nothing, what, tenner a month? You might have a CRM system costing that. So, for 20 pounds a month, you can keep in touch with everybody. There's no excuse mm. not to do that. And uh, weekly is probably about right. And if you're not in touch with your customer database once every fortnight, you are at risk as a business. Yeah, they go cold. If you are at a serious risk. And as a business owner, as a car track owner, like, it really is your fault in that instance. Mm. Sound quite harsh today. It's so true, because everybody can do it. Mm. Now, it's not easy to write emails, we've, we've touched on this in, a, in, in other videos, but the art of copywriting is a real skill to be mastered and learned. I don't think you ever really master it, do
0: you? <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, it's a tough one, the copywriting, and, and showing up regularly. That in itself is hard, too. You, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot better this, this year on it. <laughs> That's not mentioned last year then. No. Yeah, before you nailed it though, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming back out of the first lockdown, I lost it. Yeah. I just There was just too much going on. These videos is actually forcing me to do it. Uh, Yeah,
1: because I I caught myself nodding when you said there was too much going on. Well, no, I'm just going to, like, this is a really good lesson. (laughs) So, no, there is, you're never too busy. There are only priorities. So, you prioritise everything in your business or your life. So, you choose what you put in there as your priority. Now, if you're... I'm not going to pick on you here, so if you're a business owner and you're sitting in front of me and you're telling me you were too busy to contact your customers this week, then the next question I'm going to ask you is, what else did you fill your time with? Now, oh boy, there better be a serious problem somewhere in your company (coughs) to tell me why you didn't contact people on your database who have already chosen to spend money with you and you want them to return back to you. There you go. I'm going to get off Mm -hmm. my, there's always a moment I get on to,
0: like, you know, yeah, uh, well, you know, together, like... it, it it is right. You you need to be constantly getting in front of your customer. It just helps so much. I think Fastline has certainly got a lot better at, at it. Mm-hmm. And you know, we do it. We do it in in a number of different ways. I mean, we've got our newsletters that go out every okay. every month. We've got our weekly videos that are going out every yeah. week. We've got our weekly emails. We've got Facebook posts, we've got mechanics, LinkedIn what's that posts, group? LinkedIn, yeah, WhatsApp mechanics group, and of course, we've got the telephone. You know, we use the telephone a lot. Yeah. And I can see our customer base growing. Yeah, that's true. I think also, though, because we're fanatical
1: over mm. it, so there'll still be moments where we will mm. still say occasionally, has anybody spoken to XYZ Track mm. in the last eight weeks? No. And that's quite rare. In fact, it's been, been a long time since, since we've had one of those. But we're just really good at making sure that people get regular contact. And it's such a priority because it's a sensible way to help your business grow. And also just make sure your customers are getting those wow moments where they're going, somebody really does care about me because we we'll bloody all do. So, you know, make sure you speak to your customers weekly. It's really smart. If it's less than fortnightly you've got a problem and if it's just birthdays and Christmas
0: mm-hmm. crikey Please reach out. We can we can really help yeah. you there. <laughs> and If you can get it consistently happening That's when big changes happen. Mm-hmm. I mean in the last month we've been approached by two different groups with some really big projects on offer mm-hmm. which I believe is all related to the marketing efforts that we've been doing and people knowing about us. Well definitely,
1: that is a spectacular, Mm. people have been approaching us with bits and pieces Mm. which let's be honest about it, I don't Mm. think it would have happened two years ago. No. But all the effort and all the stuff that's Mm. gone into that has made a huge difference and there's no reason why it won't work at your track if you're Mm. keeping in regular contact with the people that you do business with. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's probably about enough for that. It is. So, there you go, 10 ways to create customer surprises down at your track. Thanks for staying tuned. Hit the subscribe button down below if you want to see more of this. Leave us a comment about something that you'd like to see on one of these videos, and we'll um, have a crack at it. All right, then, till next time. Bye
1: for now. See you later. Bye.